0: Well, hello and welcome everybody to the next episode of the Westlake daily podcast. And today is part two of our discussion about sport and exercise. And our panel of Hirt Hendricks, David Niblack and Naomi Tiller are going to discuss the negative side of sport and exercise. Okay, maybe we can talk about the negative side of sport and exercise. I think one of the things that strikes me now, in the past, I think people would have said that when it came to issues with body image, this was something that women struggled with. I think increasingly we see young guys who struggle with body image with the presentation of this perfect male body that is fit and honed and so on. Let's just talk about the negative side of sport and exercise and how we see ourselves, how we can get too much worth from it, how it can become a God replacement in our lives. David, would you say anything about that?
1: It's true. I I think in our society, we're losing, you know, the big classic religions or convictions. Things are becoming more oriented on the self and sort of the here and the present the now. And I think sports does offer a lot, and it's precisely because it offers a lot, that it can be a tempting sort of pseudo-religion. It's offering health, because we're all dying, and I think we're all scared of death, and so we can fight back by saying, I'm gonna be as healthy as I possibly can. It offers some sense of meaning, too. I'm doing all this thing because I'm gonna become a better person, become more fit. And relationships, I think there's a whole social side in terms of these sports groups that offer a family, And it's interesting, like I've been in a number of running groups, and it does filter out a certain kind of people. So you're in a community that's, they're all, a lot of them type A, really disciplined, and it's, you can kind of enjoy the kind of people you enjoy being around because you share this thing. And now that's great. That's nothing really wrong with that. But when it starts becoming the, the fundamental meaning of our lives, we're building on something that really is fragile. Yeah.
0: Naomi, I know that you experienced some of this doing a sports degree, just the pressure of you know, results or keeping up you know, timings or whatever. What would you say to young people who are finding that actually this is becoming too much of an issue for them, or maybe don't recognise that it is too much of an issue for them?
2: Yeah, I was in a, a slightly unique situation sometimes in the sports in that it was a constant barrage of how good you are what your results are and that was very visible for everyone to see but I think actually in clubs or now with like Strava all these apps where people record stuff or even just what people are posting about themselves there's this constant feeling of being watched I know that I felt that a lot and this feeling that when you didn't do so well that that was kind of a picture of who you were that when I I mean, I was, for example, I was really bad at shot put, you know, throwing that heavy ball, unsurprisingly, for those of you who know my physical shape, but that was a very, as you stood there and threw that ball and everybody was watching you as it went nowhere, there was just this horrible feeling of failure and I'm not good enough and I'll never be strong and I'll never look like other people. And I think for me, performance uh, was quite linked with body image as well, Um, it was a big issue for me. So what I would say is, I really had to, one, I think, importantly, to recognize it. I think it was not something that was easy for me. I'm super competitive. I like to be good. And it was hard to say sometimes, actually, I'm not good at this, or I'm struggling with this, or this actually means a lot to me, even though I know I should be finding my identity in God. And then it was kind of going back to the basics of... Where am I getting my worth from? What's my purpose in life? What am I investing in? And trying to take it from there. Yeah. Kate, would you say anything?
3: I mean, for me, the comparing with others is the big thing. I see it a lot with the, the top athletes in the, in the big sport events. You always want to be strong. You're never strong, big, good, high, whatever, tall enough. And I was just reading uh, earlier this week, 1 Corinthians 6, your body is a temple of God, of the Holy Spirit. We are given our body. As you know, I'm a relatively short guy, I'm like 176, when I play that's my sport, no golf ball, that's normal. That's, that when you play that sport in the Netherlands, you're playing against guys who are like two meters tall. You realize that when you're rebounding, you have to jump slightly higher than some of the other people around you, which is frustrating. But at the same time, we need to learn, I need to learn to be thankful for the body that God has given me. I'm unique. We are all unique. God has given us abilities and he has created us in his image. And I think that's something that, that requires discipline, that requires trust in the Lord, that yeah. you, you need to go from that position into your activity, your exercise, your sport, and really trying to stop comparing yourself to others and being thankful for the body that God has given you. Yeah.
0: There's a whole study on... What the New Testament says about not comparing yourself to others, David. You know, you're somebody who clearly sport means a huge deal to. How might somebody know when this is becoming too much of a thing?
1: That's a that's a good question. I I remember one time we were training for the Boston Marathon, my friend and I, and we had calculated how much training we needed to do. And every time we skipped a training, we, you know, that would shave off so many seconds from our time. And so every day we were under this pressure. We got to go out and run. And I remember. One day I was out running and I I saw myself as a slave to this time and I hadn't seen myself that way. I'm I am slaving after this time and it's not. I've signed up for slavery and I realized wait I don't need you know if it's a two fifty marathon or a two forty eight. This is not the ultimate thing in my life. Mm. And I think be careful. We, we can become idols. Always make us slaves. And I think thing am I am I free here? Am I free to love? Am I free to do what God wants me to do? That's um. That's one thing I think I try to ask my friends and try to have limits on time. Just look, okay, how much time there's 24 hours in the day? Is it reasonable what I'm doing or not? For example, I'd like to do a triathlon. I think I probably could do an Ironman relatively well, but I've decided it's just too much time. I mean, I I look at the guys that are doing that. The whole weekend is training. I think that's not where I'm at right now. So I'm going to be happy with running.
2: I think the timing thing is such a big thing, especially for young people as well. When you're in a team and the team is doing well, those trainings can go from One, two, you can end up training four or five times a week. And it's really a decision that I've had to make consciously. I think like David's saying about the triathlon, that actually I'm not going to pursue some things. I'm not going to pursue performance in this area because it takes time. It's a decision. Am I going to serve in youth or am I going to do a training? Am I going to go to church or am I going to do this thing? And I think really making that conscious decision that church and my faith is more important than Sports results or medals, and I think it's also something that my parents have really instilled in us as well. That when we were younger, they didn't want us, which at the time I think was sometimes frustrating not to be able to participate in competitions on Sundays. But now I think like it's really set me in this mindset of, well, what's more important to me, and to really just make that decision what are my priorities. And how can this be glorifying God without being like my slave, like David was saying?
3: Yeah, just, just echoing that, I see it in my family life. For myself, mm-hmm. we're preparing now for the European Championships and all the trainings are on Sunday in Zurich. So basically it costs you the entire Sunday. Being away as a dad from the family, I think it's it, that sort of thing that you have to be as a family for yourself but also towards your kids who might get at some point into competitive level you have to be very clear at an early stage because once you slide into that it's very difficult to stop once you're kind of getting to our national championships level that's actually really interesting you want to there's a lot they can learn by being part of a bit of an elitist group of sports people at the same time as it was just said if it means they can't join youth group, if it means they can't go to Sunday services, if it means you as a family can't be part of a church family, then you're really kind of going too far in some of these cases. And I think it's super important that you're clear about that, you talk about that with the kid, and you make that call early and don't wait until they're all sort of in the national team because then it becomes even more difficult to step out. Yeah.
0: David, maybe just to wrap this up, why don't you give us a last thought
1: was at the Boston Marathon in 2013 when, when the bombing happened. I had finished. I was walking with my medal. We were all feeling proud of ourselves. We've done the Boston Marathon. we would finished with a good time. And it took one second. When we heard about the bombing, everything changed. It didn't matter if you finished. It didn't matter your time. It mattered, are you safe? You know, here we were confronted with death all of a sudden. And it was, I will always remember that, that change. And I think that's why Paul says, uh, physical training is good, but godliness, preparing for eternity, Learning to love God, learning to live those values of his kingdom, that's eternity. And we're all dying. So let's put things in the right place. And uh, it's better. The resurrection life is going to be far beyond all the benefits even now we can enjoy with sports as it has its role. But uh, let's train for godliness most of all.
0: On the last day, the Lord won't be asking us for our timings. Yeah, there's a
1: better medal he's going to hang around our neck.
0: Amen to that. Well, guys, thank you so much. Well, thank you, David, Heart, and Naomi, and may God bless you all.